0: Welcome back to the show. We're about to learn the secret sauce. Yeah. So JJ, um, it's funny because I, I didn't even know your your real name until a couple months <laughs> ago, <laughs> which is like I still don't know what your real name is, but I'll just go with JJ for now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A,
0: what's your your GitHub handle? It's um. Ijjk. Ijjk. Yes. Yeah. yeah so uh, there's like this um. Folks will tweet this like when they're laughing, it's like eek, 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 eek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's what I thought in my head the whole time. I was <laughs> like, oh, this guy's like, he's probably somewhere in Japan or, or, or Korea or something. But no, you're, you're here.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it was like I was trying to figure out like a short GitHub handle. So I was like, yeah. oh, my initials, it's not taken. So it worked.
0: <laughs> Excellent, yeah. This was like not too long. Like, When did you sign up for GitHub?
1: Uh, I officially signed up in like 2019, I think. Or okay. end of 2018.
0: 2018, yes, yeah. yeah. Not too long ago, you're, like, you're probably user number like 27 million.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I, honestly, it would be cool to like just put your user ID right here, and then you could put mine right here. <laughs> uh, I'm in like the 500. No, I'm in the five millions. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I joined in 2012, I think, yeah. Very early. But anyway, why don't you introduce who you are and what you do?
1: Okay, I'm uh, JJ Casper. I work on Next.js core team. Uh, I've been at Vercel ever since it was Zite. Got to see uh, that huge growth. Um, and yeah.
0: It, it's funny you say it since Zyte, and like I forgot about Zyte. Like, oh, it's, you don't even like, remember the like, name? In my head, it's like still Vercel. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I've already moved, moved past yeah. Uh which is crazy. Was that a big thing internally when it switched over to a new name?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely took a while to like get used to it, but now it just feels so natural. So I think we got it right.
0: Yeah, it's also like it kind of just rolls off the tongue, Vercel.
1: Yeah, it's and pretty it's, clean.
0: Yeah, and it's. I, it's was it Adam uh, on Twitter, like went to the Wayback Machine and looked at what Vercel.com looked like in like 2002. Yeah. Whole, totally different product. I don't <laughs> even know what it was, but fun stuff.
1: Yeah, it's always cool to go back and look at it.
0: Yeah, so uh, I, I I met you. You have a really cool story of how you got your job at Vercel and how you started contributing to Next.js. Uh, I, want, I want to jump into that, but I want to find out what you were doing before Vercel.
1: Okay, so uh, before I even like started contributing like with Next.js and Vercel and all that, I was a... Uh, Finishing high school, starting college. So I was like actually just enrolled, like going through my first uh, year of college.
0: What school? Out in Kansas? Yeah,
1: so it was like a local community college uh, just doing like CS stuff. Okay. And then uh, just working on like consulting and random odds and ends. But nothing like serious yet, no like serious jobs. So it's pretty casual. And then, uh, yeah, switched over to uh, trying to like get into open source. Like I just want to like, I was like kind of like super nervous because like, while I was learning coding and everything, I was, like, kind of in a bubble. Because I did online uh, high school and online college. Oh, okay. So, I didn't know if, like, I actually knew my stuff or if I didn't, like, or if I just, like, learned everything wrong. So, I was nervous, like, I was going to open a PR and everyone's like, wait, this is, like, all wrong. <laughs> so, uh, I was, like, trying to, like, get my toes in, like, piece by piece. And, like, I would, like, find an issue. And, like, I remember way back, like, a sync thing. It was, like, this open source, like, synchronization between your, like, machines. Like, there was an, a bounty on one of the issues to do... uh encrypted syncing between remotes like if you didn't trust the remote you could like encrypt it and like i didn't like want to open the pr but I, like, I used it to teach myself go and i did it like in private and i got it working locally but uh, i was like too nervous to open the pr for it and then eventually <laughs> someone opened the pr and was like oh cool like, was, someone like, else
0: did it yeah you yeah. put your name on it
1: and then i can like compare like what i did versus what they did so it's kind of nice to like see that and then uh i like went from there and like i think the first one like one of my first contributions that got accepted was like this uh CMS, PHP, like completely random CMS. So I was just testing it out and like the button wouldn't like click in Firefox. It was like random quirk. And I opened that and like once I got merged, it was, like, oh, cool. Like they actually like, accepted the change. So <laughs> like after that, I was like, tried to do it on a bunch of repos.
0: But how, how open source though? Like, were you just using a lot of open source technologies to accomplish your contracting stuff that you were doing before?
1: Oh, yeah. Like uh, with Next.js, like I was using that for as many projects as I could because like, I was loving React. It made things like way easier. And then like uh, when things were bothering me, like the projects, I'd like try to like submit the fixes because I would think it like bothered other people too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like some of those like with Next.js, yeah, like some of them got some traction and then it got like Tim's attention because like people were reacting to it, commenting on it. And then uh, we started like you reached out and it's like, oh, do you wanna work on this thing too? And it's like, oh yeah, of course. And,
0: but so Tim literally was like, hey, I see you. <laughs> I got more stuff for you.
1: Yeah, yeah I was like, uh, well back then we were using, what was it, Spectrum Chat? It's so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, can you message me RIP. on Spectrum? And I was like, I didn't even sign up for Spectrum yet. I was like, I signed up so I could message him. And then uh, he was like asking, I was like, oh, what are you doing at this time? Like, would you be interested in like working on this thing too? I was like, yeah, of course. And then uh, ended up offering me an internship, which at this point, like I had no avatar on GitHub. So it kind of like, like no-, no one knew what I looked like. No one knew how old I was or anything. And like, he just like reached out. like, oh, you can do it. Like we're, we were like partnering with the Chrome team at this point. Yeah. So like we, were, we had some like availability to like actually grow the team. And so tim like reached out to me and then at the same time timer or joe like joined at the same time and uh was like got to work as an intern still because i was in college so yeah did the internship well it was, did like, they know
0: you were in college
1: yeah yeah okay. it was like we were chatting it was like oh you're in college like internship could be like perfect so it's like remote internship did that and then uh got to go to tokyo with uh, the team because we like worked with the amp team to implement amp support and xjs and it was so funny at this time because like my parents were like this kansas so like they're like who are you working with like what is this job <laughs> going like, to Japan yeah, yeah. They're, they're flying you to Tokyo or are you gonna get kidnapped it's like uh but I ended up going to Tokyo like I had to rush my passport because I didn't even have a passport yet and then uh got to meet the team and like none of them like really knew like some of them didn't know I like, look, look, looked like it at this point
0: Cause you still like even in spectrum you didn't have an avatar
1: oh
0: <laughs> wow you're one of those okay
1: yeah I was like super nervous to like actually like had an avatar out there because I didn't have much social media in high school or anything and uh, it was funny because, like, right before Japan, like, Gashirmo or Rachi, he messaged me. I was like, like, yo, do you want to add, like, a picture so we know who to look for in Tokyo? <laughs> uh, but, wow. God, it was great. Like, that was an amazing trip. Uh, still one of, like, the highlight, like, best trips so far I've uh, done.
0: So, like, Ver- cell was working with the AMP team specifically. Uh, sorry, Next.js was working with the AMP team.
1: Yeah, so, like, they're trying to find, like, frameworks to, like, get AMP and to, like, make it easier to, like, adopt. Yeah. So, Next.js was, like, one of the frameworks they, like, asked, like, oh, would you be interested in, like, adding this? I was like, sure. Like, we added that support, which is still there. You can still use AMP and yeah. actually has yes, with pages. Um, is that
0: what Malta worked on when yeah. he was? Okay. Interesting, yeah. Malta now being the CTO of uh, uh, Vercel.
1: Yeah. And then uh, it was actually, like, it worked pretty well. Like, if you looked at an AMP website, it was pretty performant. But, like, yeah. there were some quirks to it that people didn't, like, like it as much. And, like, it was favoritizing, like, the search of stuff. But it did work pretty well.
0: Okay. Cool. So you're you met the team. Mm-hmm. And that was a great experience. So what happened after that?
1: Uh, then I got back from Tokyo and like, uh, Tim was like, Oh, so like, we need, we'll, we'll figure out when like you're going to end the internship. Cause like we didn't set an official end date for it. And I was like,
0: there was like no college credit associated, which is kind of like, just do the stuff while you're in college.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like, he just he's like, Oh, well, let's figure out when to end the internship. I was like, Oh, why am I doing something wrong? He's <laughs> like, no, no, I want to hire you. It was like, Oh, okay, cool. So then, uh, I was like super excited. And then, uh, like officially got an offer with, from G and then G's like, Oh, also, do you want to come to like SF in two weeks? I was like, Sure. <laughs> like they flew me out for the summer. This is 2019. And uh, we had like an Airbnb right by our office. So like a bunch of us stayed in that Airbnb together and like we'd like be in the office all like all the time. And it was great.
0: Yeah. And North Beach, that office, like yep. one of the first like next confs, was it, was it next Conf or Vercel day? I don't remember. This is like it. way
1: back, like Zeit day. Zeit like, day. That's yeah, what yeah. it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember that office. I'd never actually, i walked by it quite a few times, but I'd never actually been inside. What was the reason why they, they moved from, they shut down that office that was a cool spot
1: yeah we like we all love it like we still have like nostalgia from it and like it's above tomasas so, like it had that pizza smell it was yeah. great. but uh in 2020 like like no one was in the office got it yeah COVID, so we got rid of it during then and then someone released like leased it before we did yeah so like we, they can't break the lease and give it to us <laughs> yeah even though we want it back
0: okay uh, well now you got the you got the we work at this point do you work anywhere where we work
1: yeah i was actually there today before I came over here oh
0: well. Thanks for uh, <laughs> jumping. Did you take the the Bart over? or You take an Uber.
1: Uber. I still got to figure out the Bart.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not much Bart happening in 2020, uh, which yeah. is like shortly after you you came out here. Yeah, um, yeah. everything shut down. So. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. How do you like the Bay Area?
1: Oh, I love it. Like the weather. Usually, like yeah. we, got, we got some weird weather the other day, but and then the food, the people. It's like perfect scene. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Do
0: you uh, do you cross paths with a lot of uh, other engineers outside of the uh, the next team, or even just sale in general?
1: Oh, in SF, yeah, yeah. And like Kansas, like I would, like didn't have anyone to, like I would try to go to like some meetups, but it was nowhere near to this level like everywhere you yeah. go there's like people on the same wavelength and it's awesome
0: yeah it's almost like if you start a podcast you can convince <laughs> people to come over the bridge and hang out in Oakland um yeah it, it, it's one reason so i'm i'm from tampa mm-hmm. uh but i moved out here in 2015 and one of the things i did actually back then was also start a podcast called mm-hmm. developing story mm-hmm. and that's like how i sort of got myself in the scene and meet all the people i was trying to meet uh it's like hey i have a podcast yeah. uh at the time we used zencaster so I'd do remote calls, but i like could meet everybody at meetups. And it's it's kind of, it's crazy how fast the innovation happens, which is, I, I find it super crazy. Like you're at the college, almost like guess, a college student contributing to Next.js uh, and then finding your way into a full-time role in Vercel, yeah. which is quite the trajectory.
1: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And like, it's I, I don't know, like comparing it to like my brother, is like he worked at Microsoft and like I got to hear like that experience. Okay. And like, I love, like, the startup scene, like, comparing, like, that to this, and it's, like, I don't know, like, how do you beat that? Like, all the energy, all, like, yeah. you get to ship stuff so fast, and it's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and, like, you mentioned before we hit um, record that your first W-2 job is Vercel.
1: Yeah, I mean, before that, I was, like, contracts and stuff, and, uh, I mean, I did try to apply to some, like, other jobs, like, more normal, non-startup-y, but uh, didn't, like, pursue them as much, because... It wasn't what I was as excited about. Like I, I loved open source from like forever. Like anytime I like wanted to download like an uh, application or something, I try to find an open source version. Yeah. Or like and like I love playing with like Ubuntu or like any Linux distros. Uh so just any any chance I could use open source, I like went for
0: it. Yeah. So how how do you interact with the um so yeah you're, you're staff software engineer at Vercel, still maintaining and contributing to Next.js? Mm-hmm. Like what's your day-to-day look like? Um
1: it's Still mainly like nextjs stuff so like we'll Just work on opening features, up issues or like digging into bugs uh, yeah or but like there's also like we have like the hosting story on versell right so we'll have to look at like if there's build pipeline stuff we want to build out or uh cdn features it's so like isr and xjs but then how do you like get isr across the globe so like we'll look at like that support and uh like our internal infrastructure but like i love the th- the part like how we own like the team will own the feature so like we make sure it works just as well on Vercel as it does locally. Yeah. So you don't lose features if you don't use Vercel. Yeah. Like you can take it anywhere and it should work just as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean it's a it's a great on ramp for yeah. sure to uh, Vercel. And the one thing I do like um, that Hassam does, uh, Nutlope, is like every I don't know if it's every month or every quarter. It's like who's looking for a next JS job. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And you just get a bunch of people you just never heard of, and I go look at their GitHub profiles. Actually, I might be reaching out to some of them soon. Oh, awesome. But the the Really, it's like you get a bunch of people you just you know could do a great job and have a story like yours. Mm-hmm. Um, but you wouldn't otherwise wouldn't run into them. Yeah. Uh, which side note, like Spectrum turned into GitHub discussions. Like they GitHub acquired that team yeah. and that's that's what it turned into. Uh, which is cool that Vercel is such a power user of that feature. I thought it was cool when I worked at GitHub. I think it's really cool when I get the I actually subscribe to all the notifications. Yeah. And kind of crazy like that inside of Next.js. Wait, uh, all of them? Yeah, not all of them. There's certain threads I will su- subscribe to. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I just want to know what's going on cuz we use Next.js at uh at open source as well. Yeah. So just want to know what's coming down the pipe and how we can get ahead of it when there's like <laughs> new what Next 14 is coming out to as well. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe I saw that. I well, I saw. It oh, on the Twitter. April Fool's joke. Oh, was that? April I think Fool's? It was April oh, Fool's joke. Okay, got it. I, I don't know what that tweet was about. It's like, nothing. okay, uh, I literally just saw it maybe yesterday or today, and uh maybe I didn't actually click through. But yeah, there we are.
1: No, that was I was just saw that on my feed earlier. It's like, oh, leaked next fourteen. I was like, what? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know. It was like, <laughs> amazing. All right, well, I got, I got scooped.
0: Also, why are we do April Fool still? I thought yeah. we were done
1: with that. I mean, it could be fun. I mean, I was like tempted to do like a uh, oversell oh, supports FTP joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> FTP, bring it back. It it was, the it nostalgia. was tried and true. It was so good. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to upload a zip folder at this point. I guess you ended up with Lambda's, but now we have all these function services and yeah. you don't have to even interact with dashboards at this point.
1: True. I mean, it's, it's always going to have that nostalgia feel though.
0: Yeah. So uh, what else are you sort of working on besides the next JS stuff?
1: Well, I mean, it's uh the main like time, like, putting effort towards that because like we want to get like app router available for everybody yeah. right everyone's super excited about it and it's gonna be amazing once like it's stable yeah because everyone's been like wanting layouts forever I remember like way way back when I joined like we were already talking about layouts but we like wanted to make sure we got it right and we didn't have to, like reimplement it or anyone had to like restructure their apps more than they needed to it's like we want to do it once so you just had to migrate once and uh, it's super exciting to like finally see this coming out
0: yeah and how do you even like approach Problems like the app router and all these other stuff that were like you mentioned ISR. Like now, with the I forgot what the the server the thing that was launched with Next thirteen and Next comp. Mm-hmm. It's not called server components. That's the React version.
1: Oh, the fetch cast stuff.
0: Yeah, that yeah. basically whatever that's called. But how do you even how do you even have a roadmap when you have open source people and everyone also pushing and pulling on what they're trying to get accomplished as Next.js consumers. I mean,
1: the amazing thing is like way way back when I joined like. Like we were talking about all these things we wanted next.js to be so it's yeah. like we had this vision for the longest time about like all like how we wanted it to work all the features we wanted to support and like it's but like we're working with like a huge ecosystem right like the react team or like all that so like we also need features for like to land there so like suspense it's been a huge yeah. le- effort to like get that landed so seeing like all this come to fruition it kind of like our vision the roadmap and all that it's like we're finally like chipping it away, and so that's yeah. great. But like we do have like roadmaps for like uh like we have minors, we have like patch releases, and then the major releases, of course. It's like well you yeah, have uh you can like kind of see it publicly too, like well like you can see them landing as they go or yeah. like, experimental features, but those kind of like they can be dropped at any point, so it's not guaranteed they're gonna stay in a major. Yeah, but it's it's kind of it's hard to admit. like open source. I think it's great like because people can watch what you're doing, but like committing to stuff. Yeah, Like you don't want to commit to something like people get excited about it, and then it's gone so
0: yeah and i was an early suspense adopter when it was still experimental and yeah. a few other i've been doing in react for a long time as well and um yeah i i, I want to use the latest and greatest and try things out and i think now turbo pack is the thing that um it's very exciting and interesting yeah. and like I, I i know tobias and team have been working on webpack for so long and now there's a new iteration but there's also the other build tools yeah. it's I, I like the excitement, but also i i have also been burnt on features that get dropped yeah. in experimental flags uh shout out to relay uh, <laughs> with their experimental flags in graphql yeah um yeah it's got to be a lot D- does Next.js i know Next.js has an engineering manager hierarchy and stuff like that because I think is Jeff Escalante is he is he on top of Next.js? js
1: oh uh, he's moved on, but now we've uh well i mean the big news is uh tom. Tom. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Tom that was announced. Like. Ocino. Ocino. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was super exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tom's going to be on the next side.
1: Um. He's managing our frameworks. So.
0: Frameworks. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, that's a perfect person to have <laughs> doing right. that stuff. Yeah. He's he's greatest story. Well, greatest storytelling and getting vision and getting people all moving in the the same motion. I I think the um the React documentary. Did you watch that? Oh, um, I haven't seen
1: it yet. I oh, watched, you haven't seen it. I need to oh, see wow. it. Yeah.
0: I felt like it was uh I did this whole Twitter thread of like my interactions with React and like how it affected my career yeah. positively. It sounded like it was <laughs> negative, um, but it was like I actually remember going. And this is the, the benefit of being here in San Francisco is like I would go to like Pinterest and Facebook and Airbnb. Yeah. what they had, what they called them React Days. Yeah. Uh, so it was like before like the Zeit Day and like the Apollo Day and the Gatsby Days. Like React would just have the core team go to an office that used React, mm-hmm. and you, they would invite everyone else to come through and have lunch and co-work. Yeah. And uh, I met all the team through these days. And Tom was the one who was organizing these wow. things. And uh, this amazing experience to be like, hey, I've got a question. Yeah. Um, where you? Like, it was like very super naive questions because like we were just. I was the front-end engineer uh, at Netlify. Was when I was working at Netlify, so like, just had questions about, hey, I don't even know this is the right pattern. Everything changes every six months. Like, <laughs> what's the future of this thing? Yeah. Um, great time to rub shoulders around the earliest, earliest team members and and folks doing reacted. So, what I'm getting at the react documentary is like my nostalgia of like, <laughs> oh, I remember when that person did this and that person did that. Oh. And I could like guess when they were talking about the next story, mm. like the Pete Hunt story about, um, the, he, he goes into more details. Watch the documentary, <laughs> everyone who's watching, but, uh, like Instagram.com is what was the catalyst to get React into something yeah. besides just like a small corner of Facebook, and uh, it's because they had to build a web, or sorry, the web version of Instagram, yeah. and like, hey, this thing that Jordan's working on, we should try that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that story because I lived <laughs> it. I was there, and uh, yeah, amazing stuff.
1: That's awesome. Wow. I mean, hopefully, similar story next Next.js is like everyone's like seeing the early yeah. days, and now they get to uh, actually see like be like, oh, nostalgia.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the early days too, as well, because I remember Next.js. It's it, it it's one claimable feature. Early days was the server side rendering, mm-hmm. and I think at that point everyone was client side only React. Or you had like a weird uh, Pinterest had Denzel, which was like their server side rendering framework, and yeah. then Eventbrite had their own one, Airbnb had their own one, and then Next.js came out. I was like, oh, this is actually a little more elegant. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this weird Python build step to <laughs> convert your React code. To the server and back and forth, and um, that's what I remember. Next.js being first, uh, and then the routing came along, or maybe the routing came around the same time. Um, but then it was like, oh yeah, it exists. But there's all these like Gatsby. I think was a bit more popular at the time. Yeah. Obviously, Gatsby is now a bit of a shell of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what was what was the thing that drew, drew you to Next.js back in like your early career days or coding Ooh. days?
1: Yeah, so I remember trying, like, all of them. I, like, I remember Jared Palmer had one. There's Gatsby. Oh, and then, yeah.
0: Jared he- oh, man, what was his called?
1: Was it, was it was Razzle? Like,
0: Razzle. I was going to say Riz. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, Riz.
1: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was, it was, I was, like, playing with all of them. And then uh, I feel like Next.js just felt the most, like, clean to me. Like, it's just, I get started, like, the file system routing just made sense to me. And, uh, I mean, the get initial props, like, at the time, is like, so simplistic. Like, you just throw all your data fetching in there if you need it, and it just worked. And, uh. And, like actually getting to work on like the code base like I, it was i felt like the code base at the time was like it was easy for me to jump into I felt yeah because like. I, I tried to look like, at gatsby stuff and like all that but like there's all the plugins and all that so it took a little bit more to like grasp but i, I did like I, like gatsby initially is like it was a cool concept because like you need like your google tag manager just throwing a plug-in throwing yeah. like this program but then i like went through experience of, like upgrading gatsby and like all yeah. the plugins like oh which one works with which version so but then like next day it's like we had like we were like controlling the surface area so like you don't have that happen as much. It's like you could jump major versions yes. and stuff not break, which was amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I think I went from nine to twelve on an app. Yeah, and it was like once I figured out like what what were the bounds and like what scripts I could run <laughs> to yeah. get me there as fast as possible, uh, it was like not even a weekend. It was like maybe a Saturday morning. Yeah, and I was good to go.
1: I mean, and, that's a dream, right?
0: Yeah, and that's and I think currently like my my current uh, B Live is eleven. Uh, so I haven't even upgraded that because. It just works, and until I add a new feature to it, it's gonna leave it as is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just love the fact that they're they the developer experience is there, like the all the paths and the tooling to get you to ship an application and not have to worry about dependencies and mm-hmm. plugins. Like that's that's been the beauty, and I think a lot of these other frameworks you had to do the like Angular is a great example. Like you had to use the Angular version of this system. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like React gave us. The ability to work with JavaScript and uh, Next.js gave us the ability to work with React, but not have to worry about building uh because I I was a React r- router expert at one point because I would just read the docs <laughs> and see all the release notes and knew how to get that working in mm. my day job. And now I don't even have to worry about routing. Yep. It just it just works, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean that's what we were going for. But like I feel like the opinions we do have, they're like a strong opinion. It's like the fastest in routing. Like you can't really do like config-based routing unless like you completely re-implement your routing and rewrites, but probably don't want to do that. But like then the the opinions we don't have, like you can do whatever you want. It's so, like you want to use GraphQL, use GraphQL. You want to do Fetch, do Fetch. But now we're kind of like pushing towards Fetch because yeah. the Fetch cache. Yeah, but you still don't have to. You like still have that like ability to use whatever you're most comfortable with.
0: Yeah, I, I do enjoy that flexibility. And also, I think the elegant experience of it works. Like obviously, Vercel has an on ramp to the Next.js users. Use Vercel. But the even like the API routes folder, like that interaction, knowing how to how to build a mm. functional project that you don't have to go like spit up a whole nother server and host that somewhere else. yeah, like that's another elegant experience. And I think I guess that I, I had this conversation with Lee uh, months ago on this podcast. Um, there were folks who. Like the first thing they learned was like HTML and then CSS and then JavaScript. And now there are people who the first thing they learn is frameworks. Mm. And what that is kind of unlocking because I think a lot of people are like, oh man, I remember when you could open up the console and see like that was a world that we had before we got back to service rendered stuff. But we're not missing out a ton because now you can actually ship what you want to ship. Like if you have an idea, you could ship it. Yeah. And like the beauty of Next.js is that like there's entire like Founders and who learn Next.js as their first interaction, ship a product, and then hire a team. Yeah. And it's no longer, oh, I got an idea, get an agency or a consulting, and then I hire a team, or I continue to pay for consulting. Mm. Like we've we've unlocked zero to deployed as yeah. fast as possible, and then we now can solve harder problems. Like exactly. Edge edge rendering and all this other random stuff that were and it's not random. It's like I don't know. Why I use the word random, but it's like <laughs> Harder problems that I don't want to solve, I just want to go either pay and uh, or hire somebody to, to to interact with that instead.
1: Yeah, I mean, you use Vercel, and like we take care of the hard problems for you, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It's, it's it's the it, I, I'm super excited, like, because I was talking to like this other uh, tool which uses WebAssembly, so you can write a bunch of other stuff on your server. That uh, if if you know Python, write Python. Mm-hmm. If you know JavaScript, write JavaScript. And like, I'm excited about that world. Advancing. Actually, even more, a concrete example is like PlanetScale <laughs> and Superbase. They're getting you a database as fast as possible with mm-hmm. not like the weirdness of like, oh, it's like uh, weirdness. Mongo is like an, an example. It doesn't provide weirdness, but it provides quirks. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out how to do that if you want to have a deploy as fast as possible. But now you're bringing Postgres into a Vercel-like experience. Now what's next? Like right. we've got the front end, we got the back end. We're deploying as fast as possible. Now I guess it's meta well, metaverse is maybe not a thing <laughs> anymore. Now right. it's AI, I guess.
1: I mean AI is like it's gonna help us speed stuff up, right? Yeah. You know, but like with the edge, like it's uh it's dynamic of speed aesthetic, right? So now yeah. the faster we get things, the more customized it can be, the more tailored it is to your users, the the better things you get, right?
0: Yeah. And yeah, feel free to pass on this question, but I, did I see that Vercel is doing they had job roles open for AI.
1: Oh yeah, I mean. Everyone's like, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Like what you can leverage with it. So it's always good to be on lookout for new people, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's exciting. I I think that the DevRel team they're doing a great job of showing me how to use AI and deploy it on Vercel as fast as possible. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah, the stuff they're cranking out is amazing. Like the the Room GPT, I use it in our office yeah. and I was like,
0: it's actually kind of cool. Uh, we actually use Room GPT in here. No way, Is <laughs> you like set up with this? Yeah, I mean the 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 whole gimmick is you take a picture and then it puts the furniture based on the style you're looking for. Yeah, and there's literally no furniture in here, <laughs> so let's uh. Let's let's work on that, Chris. <laughs> but I yeah, no, exciting things. And like I, I always love rubbing shoulders and crossing paths with the Vercell team because I think you all are doing some pretty awesome stuff. And um appreciate you coming out and uh having a conversation. Yeah. Of course. What's the what's the most exciting thing you're what's the most exciting technology that you're excited about? And it can't be Next.js. You gotta pick something else.
1: Not Next.js. Yes. I mean, it's hard to, like, deny that ChatGPT is super exciting. Yeah. Like, imagine plugging that into, like, all these things you want to personalize to you and, like, after giving you, like, good responses. Like, that's going to be game-changing.
0: Yeah. No, it, it really is. And um, I would say Replicate is something that I think a lot of people aren't aware of. And a lot of the team at Vercel building these sort of one-click deployment tools for AI are using Replicate. So if you think of, like... Language models that mm-hmm. other people are building, but hosting that like a Git, GitHub experience or npm experience, yeah. that's Replicate. Oh, that's and I'm cool. like, wow, I could, I could install Replicate, access a model, and then run that behind the scenes for you know my chat UI. Um, so, well, probably use ChatGPT for that. But yeah. other examples like RoomGPT is actually run on a model hosted on Replicate. And uh, mm-hmm. super fascinating stuff. Definitely worth taking a look.
1: Oh, heck yeah. I mean, you
0: can like go fully down the rabbit hole, right? Are you guys just going to keep growing? Cool. Well, yeah. uh, I imagine your career will keep growing. <laughs> uh, only, only, what, a handful of years in, staff engineer, uh, first job at cell. looking forward to like, the next thing you touch and you ship, and uh, happy that we've crossed paths. Oh yeah. It's good to meet you. Yeah. And uh, folks, stay saucy. The secret sauce of the podcast produced in house by OpenSauce, the open source intelligence platform providing insights by the slice. If you're in San Francisco and interested in being a guest on the show, find us on Twitter. At Sauced Open. And don't forget to check out Open Sauce at opensauce.pizza.